Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, welcome back to El Cyber Gigante Podcast. Now, did you know that 96% of the internet isn't even accessible using Google or Bing? That the internet that you and I interact with only amounts to 3 to 4% of the entire internet. So when I mention the deep web, what comes to mind? Perhaps a place where illegal products are sold? Perhaps a place where you go hire a hacker? Or maybe even the next title for a Spider-Man movie. I don't know. Depending on who you ask, all those options might be correct. The deep web. It's content you can't find using a standard search engine. These are things like your personal email account, your online banking account, or even like a corporation's private database. Now, the only difference between the deep web and the surface web is that there's a thin layer of security that prevents the public from accessing content on the deep web, whereas anyone can access content on the surface web. But wait, there's more. There's the dark net, a specific part of the deep web where you can operate in total anonymity. Now, if you're a curious George like myself, you're probably wondering, how can I access the dark net or the hidden internet? Say less, fam. I got you. The primary technology that is leveraged to access the darknet is the Tor browser. And browsers are products that allow you to reach the internet, such as Google Chrome, Safari, Firefox, and goddamn, I hope to God no one's using Internet Explorer. Now, the Tor browser, it allows people to access part of the internet where anonymity reigns. And Tor is short for the Onion Router. And the Onion is trying to make a reference to the layers that you have to go through in order to disguise your identity. But guess what, guys? It's free. Anyone can download it. It's a simple web browser app. But if you configure it in a certain way, it can actually be quite different. Now, when you connect to a site using Tor, your computer goes through a series of other servers or computers or whatever you want to call it, and it bounces around on the internet anonymously until it reaches its destination. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. When you use the Tor browser, no one will know that it's you visiting those websites. And those websites, they won't even know that it's you either. The only thing they'll be able to see is that someone is using Tor to do something. So usually, when you visit a website, your internet service provider like Xfinity, AT&T, CenturyLink, Verizon, all of them, they can see all of your internet traffic and they can see all the websites that you visit. But with Tor, you'll be able to hide that. Y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. <clears throat> your source location will change. For example, using the Tor browser, you can be in Sacramento and send all of your internet traffic through Germany, Sweden, and then finally Russia. So that website that you're visiting, they'll think that someone in Russia is on their website, not you in Sacramento. Like the internet itself, Tor was created by the U.S. government. And its initial purpose was to protect the communications of the U.S. military. But they hit an initial challenge or blocker. If you have this anonymity system and all the traffic that's going into the system is U.S. military and all the traffic that's leaving the system is U.S. military, then you're not really being anonymous, right? <laughs> so what do you think the military did? They opened up tour to everyone. And now different groups of people can hide in a big crowd of anonymous Tor users. And that's the great thing about Tor. 
it was developed and emphasized with privacy by design. There is no way someone can figure out who's using Tor or if those users are using it for illegal activities. All right, let's talk about some illegal stuff that have occurred on the darknet. So who here has heard of the Silk Road? Obviously, no one's really going to respond to me because I'm talking to myself here. But either way, the Silk Road was the first online black market. Now, this website was created in 2011, and it quickly became one of the largest extensive illegal marketplaces on the Internet. While this website was up and live, thousands of drug dealers used the site in order to sell hundreds of kilos of illegal drugs and other types of goods and services as well to like hundreds of thousands of people. Now, the FBI eventually shut down the site in 2013 when they caught the creator and the administrator in San Francisco at Glen Park Library. A couple years later, that guy got sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So yeah, he gone gone. But the darknet isn't only used for illegal activity. There's several use cases for it. For example, in China, Tor is a valuable tool for Chinese citizens who want to access sites like Twitter, which is typically blocked, or for Iranian citizens who want to access Netflix, which is also blocked by their government. Now, for us here in America, we have a different type of problem. We have tech giants who track and collect our internet activity. Our internet search results are all based on the collection of data of us. This can be information such as our past Google searches, places we visited, videos we've watched on YouTube, perhaps even a private conversation we've had in our homes. Our search results are not all the same. They are uniquely presented to us based on the data these tech giants have collected on us. So I advise you, if you want to leverage the internet with complete privacy, or if you simply just want the best search results that are not marketed specifically to you, when you get a chance, download the Tor browser and give it a try. Thanks everyone for listening in. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Thank you.